0: Sporting Dog Adventures run by Aurora. Awesome. Everything you Good need boy, here. is here under the sun. Everything you need is here under the sun. The Sporting Dog Adventures podcast is proudly brought to you by Saki Acres Retrievers. Whether you're looking for a black, yellow, or chocolate Labrador retriever puppy, please check out our website for more information at www. SoggyAcres.com. You can also email Jeff at SportingDogTV at gmail.com or call 262-215-9683. And remember, everyone deserves a Soggy Dog. It's Jeff Fuller from the Sporting Dog Adventures podcast, and I need a little help. Please stop what you're doing and give us a five-star rating. Follow us on the platform you're on. Give us a thumbs up. And above all, share our podcast with your friends and family. Our podcast will grow even more and we can get more people involved in the sport we love with dogs in the field. Hey, welcome to the Sporting Dog Adventures podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Fuller of Saki Acres Retrievers, and we have a new backdrop. We're in our new home. It's been a crazy summer for us. Uh, we're still selling our house. We bought a different property. We're selling a hunting property. so. The podcast has not been as regularly as regular as we would like, but we are into hunting season, and I don't have to go anywhere because I can hunt right here at my house. We still obviously have other places. We have uh, uh, hunting property out in central Wisconsin that is great for waterfall, great for deer. But the new place that we have will make it much easier to stay home for many days. So, with that said. I wanted to talk to you about tempering your expectations for your dog in the upcoming season, especially young dogs. We always have that excitement that our dogs are gonna do so great. We will put our time in, we train, and then maybe we expect a little bit more of them because we didn't put in enough time. So have them ready, have them out in the field, but realize that once you get to hunting season, we're not training anymore. It's kind of the, it is what it is type type of the thought process. The dog is where they're at and to expect them to do masterful things that they haven't fully done in their training, it's just not going to happen. It's, it's almost an inside joke with dog trainers where we will laugh because you have right before season. You will get i don't know how many people will contact you i'd say between five and ten every year uh usually late july into august and it is always i have a dog and i want him trained for hunting what can you do for me in three weeks and you invariably call those people back and say it's a three-month process and i can't do anything for you because everything takes time well i just want to have them do cleanup well for these people that want cleanup done on their dogs, the problem is the dogs haven't been trained. So you're going to be putting pressure on a dog with something they don't understand, which is not fair to them, or you're going to try to get them through something, not get all the way through, and the dog will regress, and then the owner will be upset with you. Have your dogs through their training so that you can get them ready. Now, for a lot of people your seasons haven't opened you still have a little bit of time even if you haven't done a lot of work with your dog go back and revisit all of your obedience <clears throat> you can still take a dummy out in the yard throw it have the dog sit release their name have them finish a retrieve come back sit or have them finished the a hand those are things you can still do you can still take a dog out put them in the dog blind and do what we, just, what we just described, so that the dog has real-time experience. The one thing you don't want to do is listen to Uncle Fester or whoever else you're hunting with that says, bring your dog out with my dog, and they'll gain experience. We had two different times uh, where we got calls from people this past year where, in essence, their dogs were ruined. I took the dog out. The dog looked nervous the first few times we shot, but I figured they'd get used to it. And they kept shooting around the dog to the point where they now have a gun-shy dog. People look at the gun-shy dog as, oh, you just fix it. Only about 20 to 30% of dogs that have been scared by gunfire are recoverable. That's right, 20 to 30%. I've got a pretty good track record in the past with what I've done But with that said, I'm very open with people telling people it's going to take at least six weeks to work with this dog and evaluate them maybe more and there's a very real chance that you're going to be investing in something that might not work. So a lot of times I will get dogs in that were only shot around once, only shot around twice. That's something that's far easier to fix than someone that has taken their dog out and they've worked with them or they've taken them out on hunts and the dog has been petrified beyond belief, and now they want the dog to be fixed from their gun-shy issue. You have to keep that stuff in mind. We train in the off season, we get dogs used to situations in the off season, whether it's gunfire or water or whatever you're going to hunt in. And then we have them perform during hunting season. If you're cutting those corners, yeah, you could have the dog that you take out and it becomes half-assed where they'll run around like an idiot. If they've got obedience they'll at least listen to you you could get to the point where that would work but ultimately you're putting yourself in a position where that dog is going to greatly struggle and when you take dogs out and you're working with them untrained in the field what they're picking up is bad habits you'll see their natural ability as they quarter back and forth or they go out and retrieve a duck but what you are seeing is their natural ability. None of that is training. Training is about 80% obedience and conditioning to doing what you want in an obedient fashion. It has very little to do with, I'm going to take my dog out and throw birds for him. You got to have a dog that's under control and the way to look at it is you're harnessing their natural ability for you. You're making them work for you and you're also learning how to be a teammate with your dog. So keep that thought process in mind when you have your dogs out. And you know what, if you're working with your dog and they do go out and something happens where they're disappointed, where you're disappointed, always look at it and think, why did it happen? Your first couple of birds down with a young dog, a lot of times dogs won't know what to do. Birds naturally come from your hand. They don't fall from the sky. So take the dog out, let them see the bird, shake it around by them, throw it out for him, have them go get it, bring it back. As time goes on, when they see these birds falling, then they're gonna figure out, holy cow, this is great. Put a dog in a dog blind, have someone from behind you throw the bird out over the dog blind so they don't see someone throw it, and shoot a a starter pistol or shotgun. Again, once your dog has been conditioned to gunfire, but put them in situations where it is not training, because training and hunting are two different things. And even when we try to train like we hunt, it can still look different. Be patient with them. Let them go out and let them work. Now, another thing that you have to keep in mind, and this is a pet peeve of mine. It's something I always talk to my clients about religiously, and that is If a dog is out hunting, shut up, don't talk, let the dog work. I don't know why people will have a dog that is out hunting and it is invariably always the same thing. Hunt it up, hunt it it up. up, hunt it up, hunt it up, hunt it up, come on boy, hunt it up. You take the dog's drive from them when you do that. Do not look like a clown. If the dog's hunting, let the dog hunt. If the dog can't find something, get the dog downwind from where something fell so that they can catch its scent and go find it. The other thing you you need to realize when birds drop and I've done this, I don't know how many times, you know, where the bird fell, you constantly are trying to redirect and get the dog into that area. I've had times where I was correcting him with an e-collar and the dog yipped. And as they did that, they were off to my left and they came out with the bird. Always feel bad with that. It's always like, my goodness, trust the dog. You have them out there. To hunt with you as a team you have them out there as a conservation tool use that to your advantage set your expectations keep those expectations and remember if you do have something that you can fix small during the season we train not on the hunts but out of the field so have your dog out there enjoy them and just make sure they're obedient it's going to be a great year stay tuned for the next part of our show we're going to go over a training tip and then end with a hunting tip all that and more coming up after this. Welcome to Boucher in Janesville, where customer service is our number one priority. Our customers come back to us because of the experience that we provide for them. We're here to make sure that we find you the right car, one that fits your budget, and do so in a timely manner. When we say we ride with you every mile, it means we care about you and how you are treated. The Sporting Dog Adventures podcast is proudly sponsored by Trupanion, medical insurance for the life of your pet. We all know that unexpected accidents can happen, that's why I partner with Trepanion's Breeder Support Program to send all my puppy buyers home from Soggy Acres with an offer for Trepanion coverage. Learn more about Trepanion and sign up for their Breeder Support Program by visiting trepanion.com breeder. Be sure to tell them that Sporting Dog Adventure sent you. Hey, welcome back to the show. It is our training tip and I wanted to talk about the importance of proper healing with your dog. You want to make sure that dogs are lined up where basically here's your leg. Let's say if your leg is pointed that way and the dog is pointed in the same direction as your leg. Think of their spine as being where your toes are pointed and work with them in the yard. Work with them on a leash first and just tell them, heel, good, sit. Make sure that they are sitting right next to you. A lot of times what dogs will do, they'll try to cock around and sit and face you because they want affection teach them that they need to sit with their spine aligned with your foot. You can do that by pulling up slightly on the lead and telling them to sit and kind of keeping them in that area. Thing is when you get them to that spot, you've got to give them a lot of praise. Good dog, good dog, good heel, sit, good heel, sit, good dog. Put them in that position because why we do that is when you have a bird that falls, let's say over here, if this is a field and your dog's here, We don't want the dog to take off and go that direction. We want them to be lined up to head right to that dog. And that is what will put them in a position to be successful. If a dog is bending to where a bird is or a retrieving item that they're going to get is, and they start to do their concentric search, they might be offline as opposed to if they go on a direct line and that starts with healing so that they go right to it. It's called getting your dog aligned, getting them set, and sending them on a good line. It all starts with healing. So this is stuff you can do in your yard. It's stuff you can work with at night for just five or 10 minutes. It also is a great thing for obedience where you're teaching the dog control, but you're also teaching them proper healing. Hope that helps. Next up is our hunting tip. We're gonna have that and a little bit extra. All that more coming up. If you love the shooting sports like I do, you need to check out our friends at Mac Outdoors. They have fantastic products whether you're looking at shot shell or metallic reloading or you want to get yourself a clay thrower so you can practice up for the season. For more information, check out their website at MacOutdoors.com. Dog kennels can be beautiful, that's the basis on which we built Hundin we give you the opportunity to have a beautiful kennel that blends seamlessly with your home decor while providing a safe and comfortable respite for your dog. Visit hunden.com to see all our custom selections and start building your dream custom doggy crate Denza. Right, it is your hunting tip. And we've been talking about your dog and working with your dog. We're now going to look in the mirror. Did you practice this year? If you have not, you don't need to go to sporting plays. We have two mech, mech throwers at my place. I just like to practice on the easy shots, whether it is a bird coming right at me or a bird going directly away. Try to get those easy shots down so that you're hitting them high percentage of the time. You will have so much more fun put in the practice your dog doesn't give you that look of oh my gosh i can't believe you missed again i know it's it's really easy to get caught up in trying to do the hard shots and do sporting clays i think that it is far more important to make sure you can make the easy shot every time because a lot of times it's what you're going to get so that you can hit a high percentage of those shots and then once you're solid on those you can move on to the other right before season start doing those straightaways start doing those straight at use don't worry about the doubles that are crossing you're trying to shoot them at the same time and make them all blow up with one shot work on those simple shots so you can have far more success in the field your dog is right now probably looking at you and they're saying yeah you're putting all this on me where i gotta do work you gotta do work too There's still time for that. You can always get out for a half hour to an hour uh, shoot on a weekend during the week. Get out there, give it some time, have some fun. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's show. Again, I know that we've been off a little bit on getting stuff done every week. We're finally moved. We're almost all unpacked, starting to build the new kennel. I promise I will be far more online as far as uh, hitting that once a week. Thank you again. Everyone, have a wonderful week. God bless. Sporting Dog Adventures, run Boy, Ron. Everything you need is here under the sun.